I am Titus, that is Levi Evans. We are here. We are back on a Monday evening. So you'll get this either early Monday if you're up or early afternoon Tuesday if you're when you go to work. But it'll be here for you Tuesday. So Tuesday. Um, Levi, what's happening? Not much, man. What's happening with you? Ah, go, you know, now I'm just trying to see if the if Boone Holes is gonna get a win in the series. I watch the team flame out embarrassingly. Yeah, it's looking like it might go in four. I think we were too generous with six, or I I gave him six. Let's go ahead. Let's start it off with that since I don't even have the game on. Who's winning right now? What's oh, the yeah, score? I got, uh, it's just, it's, I think it's 15 10 right now. 15 10. 15 10 uh, nets, yeah, something like that. But, you know, I'm on a stream, so it's about 48 seconds behind. So. Well, who you got? By the time. Uh, I think the Bucks are going to be. I think the Bucks are gonna get the series overall. Like I think if you think the Bucks are gonna win the I think series? they can do it. Yes, because they lost one. And they only lost because they went six for thirty from three, mm-hmm. and Giannis still at thirty-two. So if they shoot any better from three, it's a different ball game. Because Giannis still, they can't guard Giannis at all. There's no answer for Giannis, and I don't think Harden's going for the series. So so you're one of the uh, dumb people I referenced in my uh, pick video. Watch your mouth, first of all. <laughs> the first step is watch your mouth. But yeah, I mean, I just don't trust a team that came together in January and played like two minutes together. Like, I just don't trust that. Yeah. <laughs> in the no, playoffs, I, going deep in the playoffs. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I totally get that, but I just think they're way too yeah. good. And really, I they're good believe- on one side. They're good on one side of the court. Okay, one thing specifically. They've like they have explosive offense, and you can't have they though. I mean, Giannis just went crazy on them. Giannis went kind of crazy on them. Isn't that a given though? It's pretty much Giannis for them. Is yes, because they his. have no defense. Because they have no yeah. defense. <laughs> you know what I'm well, saying? Like, yeah, that's true. But, but I don't think you're gonna. I don't think a team is gonna shoot six for thirty from three the rest of the series or whatever they shot. Yeah, that's true. They shot twenty percent from three. I don't think they're gonna do that consistently. But I mean, it is possible. But I just, I think, I just trust them as a unit. It's one of those things where I trust the unit more than I trust the pieces that the Nets have. That's understandable. You know but yeah, it's also Budenholzer. He can get out coached at any moment, at any second of his life. This is true. Any, any, any second of his life, he can get out coached. I also was thinking, good lord, if that front office could have kept their mouth shut about uh, Bogdanovich, this would be a different story. Mm. Good lord! If they could have shut up, but they just could. shut up, 
They couldn't shut up. Talk too much. Talk too much. But yeah, man, before we get deeper in there, what else we got, dog? Oh, good God, Kyrie. Well, were you able to catch the fight last night, Mayweather Paul? I intentionally didn't catch the fight last night on purpose. Yes. Make sure to not catch it. Yeah. Yeah. So, (laughs) of course, it's the big talk of Twitter. Everybody's chirping Mm -hmm. about it. Most people are angry because, yeah. uh, Why didn't. Most people are angry because it's the same. They're angry at the same reason as why Titus didn't watch it last night. Titus, why did you not watch the fight last night intentionally? It was a waste. It was a waste of life and a waste of my time. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It was a waste of mine, too, when that frame, of course, uh, fell, fell through as soon as uh, I got to watch the two preliminaries. But, uh, yeah, I didn't get the 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 and they took it down. Well, it froze up. Yeah, everybody hopped on it, I guess. Mm. Yeah. Convenient. That's the convenient stream. I, I used to watch, back in my, you know, delinquent days, now I watch UFC events. There would be ones that would just stop when the main event came. They would all of a sudden block them as soon as the main event hit. Like, oh, now we're blocking the stream. Yeah. Website down. <laughs> it's like, wow. <laughs> so you knew the whole time. You just let me watch the other fights. Yeah. Understood. That's how it goes. Understood. That's how it goes. But, um, yeah. So it's going, dis- it's a disrespectful life. Going into the fight, I know it accrued a lot of eyes. And look, even Joe Rogan found himself in, atis- in anticipation and giddiness over this fight. And you know what? Rogan found himself in anticipation over everything. What doesn't Rogan get into get get in a tizzy about at this point? He loves all the nonsense. I guess. I guess Rogan that's true. Nonsense. I guess that's true. <laughs> He did a whole post today seen, that pretty much honored Floyd Mayweather and how much of a genius he is and talking about how he got, you know, he succumbed, succumbed to all the, uh, you know, buildup and hullabaloo that was coming around this fight. And yeah. I found myself for a few seconds getting to that point, too, um, as I saw Mayweather walk out there and the screen froze. But... I don't understand why. Ro- I just so- want to remind people that Rogan once said that Ronda Rousey could probably be well boxers at one point. I just want that to be known. Did he really? Yes, one hundred percent. Hundred percent. All the crazy theories out there. Or Rogan yeah. is a Rogan. <laughs> no one drinks the Kool Aid faster than Joe Rogan. I love it though. I'm here for all like- Kool Aid drinking. <laughs> Keep chugging, buddy. I'm here That's for one. it. But leading up to On the it. fight, com o n n i t. Shroom Tech. Uh, so leading up to the fight, I was watching it with four or five buddies or was supposed to watch it with four or five buddies. And we went around the room. <laughs> oh, what did we think was going to happen? And yeah. I was the one who nailed it. I did not only nail it on my two bets that I made, but I nailed it uh, before. A lot of people were saying knockout. Florida was going to get the knockout. No, I, I, <laughs> he's not getting the knockout. And uh, and I said it's going to last, you know, all the rounds. And it's going to be Floyd doesn't win, but he's going to win. We're going to see that he won. And because why? what did I predict? I predicted pretty much all of these famous post-career fights that Floyd Mayweather has done. This was nothing new. And people are just angry on Twitter right now that they lost their money, but they're not they're not actually mad that they lost their money. They're mad that they fell for it again. And Floyd told, told us against Pacquiao that y'all are falling for it. Like, quit getting mad at me. Okay. Yes, this is, what do you call it? What do you call it? Uh, 
bank robbery. What's a legalized bank yes. heist. Yes, a exactly. legalized bank heist. We all know it's and a legalized bank heist. So quit falling for it if you don't this, want to waste your money or your time or interest on that. Okay. You should have expected this. So I just don't get it, man. I really don't get why people thought he was going to come out here, knock him out, which there's theory that he actually did knock him out, but kept him up yeah. to finish yeah. it out, which respect to him because uh, help my bet right uh come through so <laughs> i i do want to say floyd has knocked people out in his other exhibition matches he's had two of these he finished connor and he finished this dude in japan oh yeah that's right everybody's been referencing yeah. the japan one but i think the japan one that was a little different and he was younger and i th- think he still has something to prove because a lot of people did think oh, oh no he's that really one, gonna was, yeah uh i think what that was about if because I, I watched that a few times um what that was about was that that kid came in super excited and like Floyd was trying to do his Floyd thing. He's going to let it go for a few rounds, mm-hmm. but then do like start hitting him actually hard. Floyd was like, Oh, you want to fight fight? Yeah. Understood. Yeah. And then decided to, they would, the, the fight needs to, it did, the time was done. The time yeah. he needed to be stopped. Exactly. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. And Connor, yeah. And Connor, I feel like, uh, well, and him and Connor about the same size too. That was like a boxing match, boxing match. Whereas this dude, uh, Christopher Paul, um, is, J, J, what was his name? James Logan. Paul. <laughs> it's okay, Logan Paul. Um, yeah, Jordan Paul is like Jordan Paul is like what? 100 pounds, 50 pounds heavier than him too. Yeah, exactly. That's why I said he wasn't getting knocked man. out. Yeah, yeah. And Floyd, yeah, no, no, no. He threw almost exactly twice as many punches as Floyd did. So uh, when they were talking about the numbers too, which he still hit on the overall yeah. lands. No, he didn't. Yeah. No, he didn't hit on the number of lands. Yeah, I was saying, hey, bet on the under on lands because he only threw 100 punches and he landed like 40 something of them or whatever. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, look, y'all get off Twitter, quit being mad because you're really just mad at yourself. Yes, you're stupid. You fell for it. Just admit it, let it sink in, move on. Thank you. I respect that. I fully respect that, honestly. Yeah, I respect that angle, that approach. Yeah, y'all fell for the y'all fell for the okie doke. They did. So I don't know why. I really saw him grab his hat. They saw him grab the hat and run around, and it was like, oh, we got to do it. Yeah. They told us. Now people falling for it again already. Exactly, and they fall for it again with the other with the other Paul. Oh, who's he fighting? Fall for it again with the other Paul. Um, Gene Paul. What's his name? Uh, you had it right. The other uh, Jake. It's Jake. Oh yeah, Jake Paul. He's fighting um Tyron Woodley, and people are like, "Oh, this might be the one." Tyron Woodley has not won a fight in his actual sport since I want to say 2018. Levi. Yeah, he's washed up, isn't he? He's on a terrible losing streak. Yeah, like, he's. It's not. No, this isn't. Well, I think that's why it's he hits really hard. Yeah, he hits really hard for sure. But he's not a boxer. He's not even a good boxer for MMA. Yeah. So Lord only knows. The only thing he's gonna be actually he's gonna actually look in shape and not like Ben Askin, who's clearly just there for a payday. Oh yeah. I know somebody knock out and smile that fast, mm-hmm. get knocked on their face and get up smiling with their beer belly. Yeah. And be like, oh, me and my wife are good right now. Exactly. Um I do wanna say Jake is a rabble rouser because I-, I like people who live to piss off Dana White. Mm-hmm. And Jake does a great job at it. Mm-hmm. Even though he doesn't know the names of the people he's trying to talk about, yeah, because there was a video that service that came out there. Dave was like, I mean, why are these guys having to come over here to get the money? Like Francis Naganu, it's Francis Nganu. <laughs> like Francis Naganu, he's you know, him and John Jones want to fight. Book it, that's a great fight. Pay him, pay him the money. And then Chris Weedman, it's Chris Weidman, by the way. Um, that Chris Weedman broke his leg. You know, is he ever going to fight again? He's going to have money just to like stop. 
like I, your message is awesome, but you don't even know what you're talking about. But it's funny because Dana's gonna be pissed. So it's a weird, it's a weird line with Jake. It's a weird line with Jake. Logan, yeah. I don't is Logan the one that knocked out uh, Nate. Oh, you, no, uh, maybe. Oh, was, that, was that was Jake? Ooh. Was that Jake too? Let's see. Was that uh, yeah? I don't know which I'm one. Look that Nate. I don't know which versus, one. I think it was Nate versus Jake. Uh, okay. And yeah, it was Jake. And okay. was Jake Ben Askren too, or was that Logan? Uh, Jake was Ben. So he got yeah, Jake yeah, Ben and because Jake, Jake is the one that actually has legitimate boxing. Like Jake's actually been boxing for a while. Oh, okay. See, I've been getting that confused. Yeah. I actually thought Logan was the one who's been boxing, but I forgot yeah, Logan I don't know. is the older one yeah. and he's the more successful yeah. one. Jake kind of needed boxing. <laughs> uh, <we're laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. Oh, is that it? <laughs> yeah, that's that. enough of them. That's enough. All I right. know safe for them. I'm, I'm Moving them. Yeah. on. So y'all gonna pay for that time with the situation. Willie's gonna lose and y'all gonna be mad <laughs> at yourselves. I just saw someone who actually watches them like, oh yeah, Tyron's about to get him. Like, this is boxing. No, he's not. It's not the same. Ah. So the deal has finally been done. What we all knew was coming happened. Except for maybe the destination. Julio Jones, Quintoris Lopez Jones is now a Nashville Titan. The Atlanta Falcons traded him for a second round pick, a sixth round, fifth round, a fourth something. rounder. Oh, okay. So we got a, a second, a fourth for Julio. And they had to and trade a away a sixth. Yes. They had to trade a sixth. Oh, okay. Yeah, y'all. That's a future, isn't it? I think, yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. So um, um, I'm going to ask you, Titus. What were your initial thoughts first? I got a couple other questions. At first, at first I was like, Tennessee. Interesting. All right. Mm-hmm. Then I remember they had AJ Brown. I'm like, oh, that's the it's very interesting. Excuse me. And then AJ Brown is very interesting. By the way, that's a that's a real physical uh, wide receiver room. And I just want to pray for the cornerbacks. They got to deal with that. Yes. Lord have mercy. Can I throw that's a lot in? Um, Since you brought up AJ Brown, I'm not being salty or anything, but uh, if I were going to be that salty Atlanta fan, I want AJ Brown and the Tennessee Titans fined. I want them fined out the butt because this was clearly tampering. AJ Brown coming out onto the field last year wearing a Julio Jones jersey. No, tampering. Fine them. Get them out. (laughs) A year in advance of tampering. Yes, exactly. It's premeditated. So you know what? Redact the deal. I bet you won't do it, Roger Goodell. I bet you don't have the balls to uh, cancel this deal. You won't do it. Spineless so so you, jellyfish. Okay. So you're handling this well? Yeah. You're handling yeah. this well? Yeah. <laughs> you okay? See, I got the jersey on. I'm repping it. I'm, t- yeah, I'm AJ um, Browning right now. It's... <laughs> It did take me a minute to realize that this actually isn't a, is a pretty solid trade for the Titans. Like it is a win now kind of move. I still don't know if Tannehill is the guy for you, but I mean, you can't hurt by giving them weapons like, you know, Julio and AJ Brown. And they used to have the threat of Derrick Henry who might not fall off the cliff this year. I don't know. I feel like it's supposed to happen already, but it hasn't. That's not happening. Um, But this also feels like the setup for a potential NFL disaster that gets Mike Rabel fired. Okay, I like that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, if this goes south, Rainbow is out of there. Good Lord, it is 19 to 40. 
Nuts. Yeah. Mm. You got time to take that, take that take back. Uh, Nets and four. Um, yeah, so Nets and four. <laughs> Nets and four is official, people. All right, you, you know what? Bucks and six. Okay, stick to it. Stick we haven't we haven't had a we haven't had a six game sweep yet, and I feel like we're due for one. Mm. You know the six game sweep where you win the first yeah, two and then don't the win again. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I think we're due for one. Maybe this okay. will be the one. I want it to be the one so badly because it's not the one that's going to the finals, and I don't really don't want to deal with that. They're not yeah. even good villains. They're not even enjoyable villains. That's yeah, because the they don't care. Well, they care. Do but they even they're... enjoy basketball. They even enjoy playing together. Have you ever seen them like excited no. on the court together at all? No. It's like they were all friends. They all came together and they're like, do we even like each other? Well, I have a theory that really James Harden isn't even hurt. They're just here to uh, look, this is this is just a show. Hey, we don't even really need all three. We'll just make things interesting. So we're just gonna take we're gonna take turns. So one's, next series, one's gonna miss gonna every have series it. until the finals. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> and while we're here, there's a theory I have I've been wanting to throw out there for a while. So let mm-hmm. me just throw it out there now. Um, I think there is a whole bigger scheme behind all of this. And yeah. KD and Kyrie. Lord, that basically Blake Griffin's making threes. Oh, Lord. Yeah, it's bad. It's bad. Get out there. <laughs> get out. I see you. I see you get ready for game. Get ready for game three. Yeah. But <laughs> I came up with Bill this On yeah. Milwaukee. On Milwaukee. <laughs> oh, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I came up with this theory one, after one of the many times this year and throughout his career that Kyrie has made a reference saying, you know, about how basketball isn't that important to him, which is totally understandable. Yes. I'm not knocking him for that, but yeah, I, I totally expect, and Katie's kind of the same way too. And he's even said before, if I'm correct, like he's not even here for the accolades and all that, whatever. I mean, he does want rings, but he just wants to play basketball and win. I don't think he really cares about MVPs and all that. It, which that just may be a facade, but I'm predicting this. If the Nets win and let's say um, K- KD or Kyrie, they get the MVP, I expect both of them to get up on that podium, one with the uh, trophy in their hand uh, and then the other with their MVP trophy. And their little speech yeah. is going to be like, uh, you know, we didn't really come to Brooklyn for this. You know, we thought we wanted to bring Brooklyn a championship, but this was never about us. You know, we just wanted to play basketball together. So this trophy isn't even ours. And they're going to turn around and hand the MVP trophy and the trophies to the rest of the team. And they're going to say, yeah, it's not ours. This goes to them. I can, and then it's <laughs> going to be the whole big, oh, my God, look at Katie Kyrie. They're giving away their rings. They don't even want them, blah, blah, blah. They're just here to play basketball. Can't you see that being the whole thing? I want to remind y'all that Kevin Durant was one of uh, Levi's favorite players in basketball. Oh, he still is. Fairly Don't recently. say was. He still is. Fairly recently. <laughs> is he still? Are you <laughs> yeah. sure? Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah, he is. I don't think the people can tell. No, I mean. I don't think the people believe you. I'm just harder on him because I like him so much. Mm, yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Even though he's been far more annoying than LeBron has been, but you hate LeBron. But that's another story. Hey, I anyway. told you, man, I picked this road a long time ago, and I'm I'm staying on it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, what's what's up next? What's our next topic? All right, so in football, before we get to basketball, Arch Manning has been trending a Fraud. little bit. <laughs> hey, man, let me, let me get it out before <laughs> we get into your terrible take. <laughs> 
So Arch Manning's been trending a little bit. First is that somebody reported that Clemson and Alabama are at the top of his recruiting list right now, blah, blah. But of course, it's wide open. I think he's only a sophomore in high school. Um, and oh, he's just a sophomore? Yes. Oh, I feel bad now. No, keep keep the tape. We're keeping the tape. So, uh, and then, which side note, I really don't, I do not see him going to Alabama. He may end up at Clemson, but don't see him going to Alabama. And then he's also trending. He was kind of trending again because at one of Clemson's workouts, he had a pretty impressive throw, but we were more focused on the uh, little ball spin he had in the pump fake before the throw. But anyways, go ahead. Right. Give your take. <laughs> um, so, Levi, you've been texting me about Art. You said Mario's trailer recently, and I said, I don't trust this kid. He's only up here because his name, last name is Manning, and he's related to the Manning family. And then you sent me this video of this throw he made at this camp. Mm-hmm. Pretty ridiculous throw. And I was like, ooh, I'm going to come off this hill. But then I'm like, ah, but it's more fun to be on this hill. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to maintain the fact that, yeah, uh, Arch Manning, he's not going to be that good. Okay. I think I said he would transfer to SMU if yeah, he went to did. a big school or yeah. something like that. I'm going to stick to that. He's going to transfer to a small school. <laughs> yeah, you Arch. said the name is pretty much the only reason why he's the number one recruit. And- That's right. If we were going to get into this battle, if you were really going to stay on this hill and we were actually Mm -hmm. going to, uh, you know, have a deep discussion, I was going to throw at you. uh, I had a whole list of the uh, Manning Passing Academy alumni. Uh, I was going to throw out there and say, hey, it's not only Peyton and Eli, but (laughs) it's all these other guys, too. The Mannings produce. Talk to me. Yes, like let me, uh, hear, let me hear this list. You got it already. You got prepared. Talk well, to now me. I got to remember. I really don't have it. Uh, <laughs> oh, and my bad. It's uh, <laughs> Philip Rivers, Russell Wilson, Jameis, which isn't like the best one to throw out there. There's a couple others that like that weren't like the it's best fair. examples. But um, no, that's fair. Yeah, talk to me. Yeah, yeah a few of those guys. <laughs> okay, you know what? That's that's not a no, bad list. Up. My counterpoint would be um, none of them, you know, ate dinner with the Mannings or related. Nah. So they actually had to earn their spot there. Whereas Arch was born into it, molded by it. Yes. What's his real name? Because it's not Arch, right? Oh, I mean, I'm pretty sure his first name probably is Arch after Archie. Whose son is, is he? Is he Cooper's son? Yeah, so that's my take, too, that Arch Manning um, is actually going to be the best Manning out of all the Mannings that have come before so far in the NFL because it is Cooper's son, and he is here to fulfill the destiny that Cooper was not able to. So Cooper had to hold out. He didn't get to have the illustrious, glorious, successful NFL career. He had to watch his two younger brothers go out there and do it every Sunday and win championship trophies, and Cooper – wasn't able to do it. Science held him back. But now Science and Cooper have teamed up and they're coming back with a vengeance. And that vengeance is a bio experiment called Arch Manning, his son. Science held him back? Yeah, it was, he had some type of, uh, when he got his physical, when he went to Ole Miss, oh. and got his physical. Oh, yeah, okay. he's got some type of uh, like blood disorder oh. or something where he can't play football. I didn't even- 
I didn't think Cooper made it. To, I thought Cooper was, was like never good at any point. I didn't know he made it to Ole Miss. Oh yeah, yeah, he, he was, was the wide like receiver, the guy yeah. who didn't actually play football. Oh okay. no, I thought yeah, he was yeah. the guy who didn't play football. Any, okay, okay. Understood. So yeah, he earned I a full didn't. rod there, but he didn't even get to play because and gotcha, you know gotcha. freshman camp or whatever. Oh yeah, yeah. He yeah. got the physical. And- oh, so so you're saying the the Manning family is basically the Matthews family of linebackers? Is like that Matthews how it family happens? Quarterbacks, because you know the Matthews family has like all the linebackers and football players. Yeah, and they got offensive linemen and Jake Matthews. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're saying that the the Manning family is dead with quarterbacks? For Arch, yeah. I think Arch is going to be the the best. But my take is Arch is going to be the best one, and it's because Cooper didn't get to have the NFL life. So now Arch isn't just doing this for Arch. He's doing it for Arch and Coop. Uh, The way Derek Carr is doing it for David. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, I'm waiting till Arch learns how to drive before I start slamming him again. This is <laughs> <laughs> actual license. And you know, <laughs> dude, he's like, uh, like I said, I think he's 15. He's a sophomore, and that dude's like six foot four, yeah. um, like a little over 200 pounds. Like he's already built. Like it's a large individual. Yes. It's a large so, individual. Yeah, one thing I'd be worried about why these kids, when these kids get all this muscle mad early, I'm like, I feel like their body's gonna break when they hit like 30. Yeah. Like I DK think Metcalf, like how DK Metcalf, they're like, oh yeah, his dad had him lifting weights when he was like three years old. I'm like, that doesn't seem healthy long term. Well, that's the first thought I had. Son. Yeah, that's the first thought I had. I would love to get him on, or I'm definitely gonna take that little 45 minute drive this fall at least one time to go see him. But have you seen the eighth grader? that or who's about to turn into a freshman uh have you seen the viral kid i think i know who you're talking Manche- about he, down in manchester yeah 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 yeah. i'm gonna go yeah. watch him but i kind of thought the same thing too i was like this suit's way too i mean it's the same reaction everybody it's else not, says like i don't think this healthy. is good <laughs> it can't be good long term it can't yeah. be there's no way your brain doesn't fully develop till you're 25 and you need to have all these muscles by the before you can go to high school prom like no well that's unnecessary yeah that's why like child uh bodybuilding and really like preteen bodybuilding is so uh frowned upon because it does stop your growth yeah yeah it's it's not a good look i don't think it's a good look but yeah i wish i do wish arch the best even though i'm gonna put him on my negative list when he gets the legal age but i mean (laughs) i don't think he's like he he doesn't in that video, he doesn't look like he's six foot four with muscle. It's just more. He doesn't at yeah, all. He he's pretty small. He didn't look six four either. Yeah, he yeah he six doesn't four. look like, six four six either. Four. Let me, I'm gonna look that up yeah. and make sure I'm right. But you're right. He did look a lot smaller in that video. Right, right. Yeah, six foot four, and he's sixteen. Yeah. Huh. Oh, okay, so he can drive. Well, maybe. And, yeah, and they have him listed at uh, right at two hundred. So. When you're six foot four and you weigh 200 pounds, that's not a lot of muscle, I would believe. Blake dumped on Giannis. <laughs> Did Blake pull the okie doke on all of us? Dude, Blake Griffin has come back with a vengeance. Being the fourth option made it. Your vengeance. Being the fourth option helped him out a lot. Oh, yeah. Being the fourth option. Yeah, yeah it does. Yeah, clearly helped him out a lot. Now he's dunking on people. <laughs> Yo, as you know, the annoying thing with the Nets is that you know I'm all about the player movement thing, and I don't really care about that. 
Mm-hmm. But it's the way they did it that actually upsets me. Yes. Because it, Kyrie and KD was one thing. They were just annoying. But no, that was fine. They were both raised. They wanted to play together. It never, that fit didn't make sense to me anyway. I'm like, KD, didn't you leave Russell Westbrook for a similar? Okay, whatever. You wanted the ball movement, then you went back against, then you went against ball movement when you got ball movement and won championships. All right, whatever. But then, then the Harden thing, the Harden, the I had, I own this organization, yet also I don't like what's going on in this organization that I have built from the top basically from the top and I've had full control over and now I'm mad at y'all. I don't, I just hate it. That made, that really made me like, just not want them to be successful. It really did. You know, it's really bad when you have someone Mm -hmm. who built and staked their entire journalism career and eventually TV career in the sports media world, Dan Levitard on player empowerment and player first. And he's even out here (laughs) saying, look what you did, LeBron. You see what you did. This is the, of course, the bad consequences you didn't think uh, after it. So, you know, it's got to be bad, like the way they did it for even Levitar to criticize it. Yeah, it's trash. It's just, it's just trash. Like, it's just like the how you build organizations that say you mad at them. You built the house. Yeah. It's your house. Well, can we actually you get into the this sketch. a little bit? You drew you. With, you drew the sketch with the architect and you told <laughs> him to build it. And then you got mad at him for how it looked. Come on, James. Come on, can we Jay. talk about this a little bit? Let's talk about Yeah, we can get into it. Um, because this may not be basketball, but maybe it was baseball. Uh, wasn't there a recent report in the past couple of weeks about how an executive said to a reporter about how the player power is like the worst thing? Oh, no, it was a basketball guy. Yeah, that clown. Yeah, it was that a basketball was guy. Well, yeah, uh, clown. I mean, so what then you go ahead. Like, what do you think about it? Get, I mean, I don't think you're wrong. For oh, oh, I think clown. It, yeah. One thing about that dude specifically was, hey, man, the players are holding me accountable for doing my job well. <laughs> if I don't do it well, they want to leave. That's crazy, man. They're going to make me actually do my job good. And if I don't do it well, they might just up and leave me. Why mm. they got so much control over their own career? That's how he sounded to me. <laughs> that's, that's personally how he sounded. How, that's how he sounded in my mind. Um, like, I think... With everything, there there's just levels. Everything's in moderation, right? Yeah. Like you can eat the, you can have the fries, but don't have a triple cheeseburger with the fries. You know what I'm saying? Have the fries. Don't go over the top with it. James Harden had is the example of like he had the fries. He had the fries, the milkshake, a triple cheeseburger, and a McFlurry. And then he got mad. They forgot the apple pie. Mm-hmm. Like James, you got enough. You don't need nothing else. And then he got you. That was I just came up with that, and now you're off the top. By I the liked way. it though. Thank you, thank you, thank you. By the way, I went to McDonald's on on Sunday morning, and um, I drove through, and it looked very empty for a Sunday morning in the drive-through. And I was like, "This system's down, isn't it?" I pull up. <laughs> hey, I'm sorry, our system is down. Might be up in thirty minutes. Okay, goodbye. <laughs> That's just this one. Th- that just got me back on that. But yeah, bro, like they just they, in moderate. Like they went too far. Like if Dame. We're to request a trade, right? Mm-hmm. Like Dane would have requested a trade. Which like, we'll you know what? That. I get it. Yeah. It's, it's like, you know what? I kind of get it. You've been there for forever. They they've let you down. You have you've never really made your made your opinion now. You've always been loyal with the squad you had. This first time you really use your power, your energy to speak up on behalf of like changes or whatever, mm-hmm. or personnel or anything like that. I get that. Harden had like four different teammates that they got for him. He ran out of there. Mm-hmm. It didn't worry with anybody. Him and Chris Wall didn't get along. Him, Dwight Howard didn't get along. 
him and Russ. Russ was kind of sick of him too. Like they're cool, but Russ was kind of sick of him. Mm-hmm. Like if you read the articles coming out during that time, they're saying Russ was there at the practice gym. James went show up for like an hour. Like what is this about? We here. Mm-hmm. I thought we should have worked. Why they not, like they had a film session? James was late. Russell told them start to start without him. Let's just go. Like you know what I'm saying? How somebody come in your building and take the leadership from you from your team? Mm-hmm. And then you mad at everybody else but you but yourself. I don't get it. But yeah, James to me is like that step over the over. It's like that ah. Mm. The toe was in the water. You done put your whole foot in. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? James, that's the PG was kind of like that. Although there were reports that I didn't know this till recently that OKC was actually looking at shopping PG before he left OKC. They're actually shopping him the offseason anyway. Mm-hmm. He was just like, let me make it easy for you. Kawhi would like to play with me. Talk to him. You know what I'm saying? So that one, uh, less so. But yeah, I, I, I'd still support the movement overall. I just don't, I just think Harden's thing was just ridiculous. Yeah. And it had, uh, no, yeah, like there was like such lack of accountability for himself that it was just I was just over it. Yeah, I mean, I kind of uh, get like I didn't think. I'm trying to see how it's like what the executive said. It was like really moany, and I don't think seventy five percent was not correct, but I think there's a slight 25% correct because only from, I get it from the point of view of as in, Hey, got, they got their job too. And look, I hate when people be digging at my job. Like I'm one of those, like, Hey, I got this. Let me, you know, do me or whatever. This is my job. I was hired for this. So yeah, I can get it. And it's a whole ego type thing too. And players already kind of have like more power when it comes to the media side of things or fans or whatever. Um, well, now uh, more in the case, but I see, I don't know, man. I just think you're right. Like I'm for the player empowerment, but you got to be responsible with it. With great power comes great responsibility. Yeah. And yeah. so, uh, yeah. Hard. And then you just need to be a good person too. And so, Hey, help out that team. Who's been trying to help you out. Okay. Like, so um, yeah, I mean, I just hope that's Hard not a trend moving so forward. Much clown stuff with it. Yeah. Yeah, and I don't think it will be because honestly, how many players really have the power to do that? Right, it's a very small. Well, yeah, it's like um, but that's right. one of it's such a small handful. Yeah, that's just what I'm hoping. Like the trend isn't is that uh, yeah, I'm not, and I'm not saying right, like right, within right. the next five years. I'm saying you know, 20, 30 years down the road, once we get like another generation or two under us, like that's really yeah. where the test is going to be because. Uh, yeah, I mean, you might just get a bunch of prima donnas, but thankfully right now we really, I mean, the NBA really isn't filled with like, we have pretty good like all-stars like who were yeah. pretty loyal and, in a sense and they know they right. have good heads on their shoulders. So, I mean, it's fine and right I could, now. I could, yeah, I would also make the point that like, I think the pressure from players, that people, teams don't players to move, got teams actually making moves a lot earlier. Like, mm-hmm. I don't think if if it's years ago, if Phoenix isn't, isn't scared, Devin Booker might leave them. I don't think they make that Chris Paul move, right? I don't think yeah. they go for that. But they see Devin Booker is like, look, I'm trying to make the playoffs. Like, you know what? We got to get Devin Booker in the playoffs, right? Mm-hmm. Um, the Bucks, I don't think they make these moves if they're afraid of Giannis leaving. I don't think they go spend what they spent to get Drew Holiday. I don't think they go try to spend what they spent to get Bogdan that they blew, even though they blew, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? I think it. I think it is good holding their feet to the fire, the organization's feet to the fire, right, at the same mm-hmm. time. Because some organizations just good to be mediocre. It's not even yeah. about them not trying. They're just ha- satisfied making the playoffs. Yeah. It's the name of the Wizards. Um, they've said for years, that owner, 
all he wants to do is get get a little bit of playoff revenue. Mm-hmm. He don't care about nothing. He is trying to get a little bit of playoff revenue. He don't care if they make finals or not. He just wants that check, that playoff revenue check. You know what I'm saying? There are some yeah. organizations that be comfortable with that with their stars. I think now they're feeding held to the fire by the players. Like I said, when it's used responsibly. Like, mm-hmm. and honestly, I think that was way for hard to do it responsibly, right? I just think with that with that specific team and seeing how many times he failed, it's just like, yo, you got all this attitude. You like, you know, you're not even showing up. You. You come out talking about how the team isn't built, how every the relationship is broken after you miss every practice mm-hmm. because one put hands on you. And then at one point, you know what I'm saying? You blew the whole, like the way he blew it up was just ridiculous. Yeah. It was just, it was ridiculous. But yeah, it's, yeah, it's, I, I like I said, I, I want to, I would like to agree with the G. I understand it can be kind of annoying because the decisions players want to make, like we can talk about that when we get into Dame. Mm-hmm. I understand you don't, they don't need that input and everything. I do think it should be some level of, I mean, it has to be some, basketball is such a small sport that like in terms of the players, you know what I'm saying? It's such a small group of powerful players on one team. Yeah. They do need to have some level of input, but they shouldn't have all the input, of course. Mm-hmm. But also, yeah, that, that was, don't be whining. Don't be whining, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and your other point about GMs. I think people love GMs now. They get so much love. Are you yeah, they do, do. To be a good well, GM when things in are today's going right, they NBA. Do. Yeah, but all you gotta do to be a good in, GM in today's NBA is get a bunch of draft picks that you may or may not pick well with, and people just give you ten years of success. Yeah, that's what true. up, Sam Presti? <laughs> what up, Danny Ainge? What up, Danny? <clears throat> so let's get. I have all these assets. I I am going to be in on every trade ever and never trade gift trade for anybody. I am Danny Ainge. <laughs> Oh yeah, I forgot about that news. So let's get into that too. <laughs> yeah, um, so yeah, yeah Danny Ainge is out. Brad Stevens is in, uh, which kind of threw us all for a yeah. loop. Um, I was so confused. So when you saw that story, were you like, um, "I hate"? I'm sorry, I cut off your intro. No, you're I, good. I was getting talked. No, that was it. <laughs> Brad, when the story came out, they're like, "Oh, Brad's going to take on the executive role." Were you also like, "Oh, Brad's about to be the coach and exec"? That's going to go poorly. Is that what you thought? That's what I, I thought. So I thought that for I a slight. Doing both at first. Yeah, I thought that for a slight second. Now, for I don't know where I heard this, who I heard it from. It may have been on ESPN, but <clears throat> before it was official and it was all said and done, and before even the initial reports of Danny Ainge thinking about stepping down, I'd heard this somewhere yeah. that this was a possibility that um, Brad Stevens. Danny Ainge may be out and Brad Stevens may move up. So when I saw that it was official in the report, I wasn't that confused about it. But um, yeah, I did think that was at first. And I thought that would be very interesting. Yeah, <laughs> I was. <laughs> yeah, um, I was mad. I was like, y'all finna get Brad Stevens all his power. He ain't even went on the court. I ain't gonna yeah. win in the. Y'all gonna give him more. Yo, he had one like the worst season he's had with Celtics next to that Kyrie year. Were mm-hmm. they even. Well, no, they went out about the same way. Like next to that Kyrie, that second Kyrie year, and it's like y'all don't give him power for having a bad season. Mm-hmm. Um, Brad Stevens is on the Lane Kiffin trajectory of failing upwards. Ooh, that's that's Turns a good take. That's a good take. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Take. He was the gene, hot shot genius. He got to the next level. He didn't quite work out the way he wanted to as a coach. And some of it wasn't his fault. I don't think he had the best roster. And that's probably why he wants to move his front office role. Mm-hmm. Um, but now, all of a sudden, you get in a front office job after being in the league for only seven years, for mm-hmm. one, having not had any – like Steve Kerr, when he became a coach, he had been in a front office before. Mm-hmm. Like he was with the Phoenix Suns front office during their era. Like he was, he was a part of that. He got fired. I mean, everybody got fired. But, you know, he was a part of that for a while. So he had some experience in that, in that office and then went to the court. You going from the court to the front office, like that is a completely different job for one. Mm-hmm. And secondly, 
they the reports were Brad was burnt out from coaching. Mm-hmm. Does being an executive not make that worse? I'm sorry. I thought that would be worse. Being an executive. Yeah. It's going to stop your burnout. I think it's out. different. I think he got, I mean, I kind of wonder it too. How I wonder how coaches keep themselves in the games or keep themselves in their career because I feel like a lot of coaches, yeah. unless you're constantly taking on different players or you know, it's this revolving door talent, um, and different like you're scheming up different right. things, really, you're just going 20 years saying the same things, coaching the same <laughs> methods, and maybe just yeah. to a few different yeah. players. So, I I get both sides of it. I get why people are mad about it and think this is totally undeserved, but I also really do see why he may be deserving of it or why Boston, like why Boston may think he is deserving of it because mm-hmm. um, I think they feel like, yeah, we have this diamond here of Brad Stevens and I get it too. And like, you, you really want this in your job too. like Titus, like if somebody, uh, if your boss really takes an interest in you or has gotten to know you, your personality, like your strengths and your weaknesses or whatever. Uh, but you have this one job, but they have another department and they need to fill this need. Um, and it's a little bit of a step up and they say, Hey, we need somebody with these type of skills or whatever. And they say, Hey, you know what? We have Titus in this other department, but I think he could be translate really well because he already has knowledge of this and he has, you know, all these other uh, characteristics. So they plug you in, you get a promotion. That's what you want. And so look, Brad Stevens talks like an executive. He looks like an executive. He has the same boring demeanor as every executive there is out there. So I think he already fills it perfectly just by the way he looks and his personality. And he's just really smart at basketball. And I think he has a vision of how to build a team. I just don't think, he wants to be the team builder now and let somebody else say, Hey, go coach these guys up. He probably thinks, Hey, you've been giving me crap rosters for the past two years. I can do this way better. And I'm sure they've had some yeah. talks and visions of what he would do and where they would take Boston forward. And it made sense to them. Yeah. But the, the weird thing with Boston is that they had a clear number two in that office. Yeah. I did hear that. Um, that. This dude, Mike Zarin. Yeah. This dude, Mike Zarin, who I'm reading this article right now. Apparently, he's the one um, who's the he, he. Whenever it says, whenever teams have conducted negotiations with our trades with the Celtics, he's typically been on the on the line. Darren has, like, when they got that big trade from Brooklyn, you know, mm-hmm. that trade went. Now Brooklyn's better than them. Darren was the one who was on the phone negotiating that trade. So I wonder how he feels not getting a look at all for this. Yeah, I imagine they talked about it and he closure, but I can't see him taking that will. Like you know no, I, mean? I, I can't, can't see that going over well. Yeah, I can't see that going over well too. And I learned about Mike Zarin um when I first heard of the possibility of um you know Brad Stevens being uh hired. Yeah I lost you for a second. Sorry. Yeah. Oh yeah, you you had froze you had froze, but you I could hear you, so I wasn't sure. We, you were oh okay, <laughs> yeah, I, I saw we had froze, but uh, I just kept going. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was like, okay, cool. I hear I hear him, so we're good. Um, but yeah, man, I think it's a really weird situation, but maybe it works out. Like I said, he does have a vision. He does. I think it's good. They understands the players. Mm-hmm. They hope that he understands he's gonna be good at this job. He's all all the relationships he built with those players are gonna have to kind of go to the wayside just a touch because mm-hmm. some hard decisions got to be made in Boston, man. Cause they got to, they got to build up a little bit better. 
some of those assets, some of the guys he's grown to love might have to be out of there. Mm-hmm. And then I got to wonder how that goes over with the sentiment, with the temperament of the team. When it's like, yo, you get, you traded Marcus Smart, bro. That was your man. You traded him. Mm-hmm. You, you approved this. You co-signed, you know what I'm saying? Like it's it's a yeah. really awkward spot he's in right now. That is true. But uh, maybe you could pull it. Yeah, maybe you pull it off. It's really weird though. But you know, good luck to Boston. Wish y'all yeah. the wish y'all the best. I also yeah, do one. wonder if it's like what you said where he looked at Danny like, "What are you doing? Why? What are you giving me the coach?" Yeah. What are you doing here? I'm sure he's been going yeah. behind Danny's back for a couple of years now. But like, hey, this is what I would do. <laughs> he's just dropping these little hands. Yeah. This is what I would. Right. Do. Right. I also yeah. wonder if he's um. I wonder how the interview, the coaching interview is going to go for him. Where he's interviewing other coaches fresh off oh, yeah. of coaching. That's going to be very interesting. Yeah. Like seeing him go for somebody that thinks like him, or he's going to go for someone that thinks opposite of him and would do things differently. He's going to try and go for a, a light version of him. Yeah. I would like, like I to see Jackson somebody with more energy. People. Yeah. Like I feel Jackson only hired somebody that would coach the triangle when he got his, when he got forced to his GM job for $10 million. Yeah. <laughs> That's all. You know what I'm saying? Like I wonder how it's going to go. But yeah, the Celtics, man. They get, Would you even want that job if you're like, I feel like that job seems like a good job to mm-hmm. have a young core of Tatum and Brown. But then you look at what you got to put around them. Uh, you got uh, an Asian Kimball Walker that's just like, I don't know what we can do with this. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, you got Marcus Smart, who seems to be like a very vital part of that, but also seems like a very good trade piece. Mm-hmm. And you got all these holes. I don't know if I would want that job seems mad complicated. No. I'd, I'd rather have a team where I can start from scratch. Honestly, <laughs> it does. It does. Like, yeah. Um, because I totally do not. I do not get that team. Of course, they're going to need some a better. They're going to need a better point guard. Um, who can yeah. play two ways and is going to be a, yeah a liability on Kinda defense. Spading. But I don't know. Yeah, and they they're going to need three point shooting. Man. Yeah, they need a big man for yeah. sure. It's like the holes they need are not easily filled. No, they're not because they're they're premium position in the NBA right now. You know. Yeah, like a good center, center. People always say the big man doesn't matter that much, but the big man matters when it matters. And mm-hmm. in the East, you got Joel Embiid and Giannis. Boy, it matters. Yeah. <laughs> it matters a lot. <laughs> so they're in a weird. Spot. We can. You got any closing yeah, thoughts? No, that's a good luck with them. Right. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> do you want to get to the next awkward? <laughs> do you want to get to the next awkward situation? What the Dame one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's going to the Lakers. <laughs> who do they have to trade for him though what are they going to take for him how many years does he have left on his contract I want to say it's a few I want to say it's a few let me let me hit the classical hoop type up well I'm sure Kuzma will be in it <laughs> it'll be like Kuzma Caruso um, and KCP I want to say I do want to say shout out to the uh, shout out to the um, Pelicans for being like nah we don't want Kuzma we want Ingram yes <laughs> Yes. Cause man, that could, great move. Man, that was that was a very good decision. Yeah. Oh, uh, but it, it's so weird because there was one thing that was happening in the playoffs, right? Just a quick sidebar. When people were like, "Man, why ain't Kuzma stepping up?" I'm like, bro, Kuzma's not that guy. No, like, he's, he's not. a good player. He can go. He might go off sometimes, but he's not. He's not the guy you want to rely on. And I respect Kuzma because Kuzma was the star dude at first when that team was just young, the young guys. Yeah. But he accepted that like third second that like utility player role very well and I always I respect him for that for sure mm-hmm. like the people were like oh why you can't step like it's not it's not him man it's not what it's gonna be with Kuzma it's just well, not. He's a bench guy he now, can be a good he? you, he's a good role player yeah he's a he's a nice role player sometimes yeah. he's got a little daddy green where he would disappear and just make you hate him and that showed up 
with them. Mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, I ain't gonna lie, Dame LeBron in AD sounds kind of gross. Sounds really gross, actually. Yeah. That'd be a sick, it'd be a sick team. No, it, it, it really would, would be. be. It'd I think be. it makes the most yeah, sense. Yeah, yeah. But what if Dame goes to Milwaukee? I mean, they already got Drew, though. Yeah, but Drew's a lot more, more of a two. Oh, yeah, Dame is locked up through 2025, 2024. Or 2023, actually. He has an option 20, for his 24-25 season. So, it would have to be a trade. I mean, I don't know who you get out of that. I'm just saying, if you say he's leaving, I mean, I'm saying. DiVincenzo, they tried to trade him once already. <laughs> he was about to go to Sacramento. <laughs> <laughs> he was about to be on a plane to Sacramento. <laughs> and then somebody talked too much. <laughs> Say you gotta send, you gotta send. Uh, well, they ain't got no picks left, actually. I don't know that. That you gotta send some pick protections, some protected picks. That's all we can get around it. Yeah. Brooke Lopez, Brooke Lopez, and DiVincenzo, and uh, Bryn Forbes. Got to ship all of them out. No. Damon. Do you think? I don't know. It depends on how much Dame does. Dame want to win bad enough to go live in Milwaukee. That's the real question. See, that's what I'm trying to think too. Is that. <laughs> The only thing that makes me think Dame wouldn't be willing to go to L.A. or wouldn't want to is because I can kind of see him, since he was trying to cut out his own path, be a trailblazer, be trailblazers. Yeah, yeah I, I wonder if he wants to go to a team that hasn't – not because right. I'm thinking New York Knicks would be great for him too because oh, sure. even though the Knicks are the Knicks and they have all these legends ball, He'd be the man. I mean, yeah, he'd be, he'd be the man. And everybody would love him because if yeah. he's able to bring it home with them, then – and that's somebody, uh, some other free agents are going to move to too. You're gonna, you're gonna hate me for this. Okay. Miami. <sighs> <laughs> it works, and it's kind of nasty. It works too because nasty. they have the trade pieces to do it. Yeah. Because like, now do. I'm sure they're, they're not afraid yeah. to trade Tyler Hero. Tyler Hero, <laughs> <laughs> finally ready. Yeah. I mean, Mike Ryan. Now that Mike Ryan has co-signed it, I think it's okay now at this yeah. point. Mike Ryan, <laughs> let's go Did you hear Pat on? Did you did you hear Pat during the twenty four hour stream? No, I didn't. The first time he came on, he couldn't figure out Zoom, and he blamed Mike Ryan for it. Ah, nice. <laughs> <laughs> it was really funny. It was just it was super weird. He was so awkward, but yeah, um, Pat's just Pat's hilarious. But yeah, um, I feel like they wouldn't make that move. And honestly, Dame and Jimmy, that's Dame, Jimmy, and Bam. Yeah. I mean, Lord Dame is definitely a heat culture dude. But, he is. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm thinking. Yeah, for sure. Like Dame is about getting getting the work done. Dame's getting there and do what you got what you got to do if he's out. But yeah, um, I guess we still we should set it up, even though people should know by now. Uh, Terry Stotts is out after what was it, nine, ten years, something like that. No, I can't remember. He's been there for a very long time. He's also won playoff series, which is something Rick Carlisle hasn't done in ten years. Um, oh, wow. I, bro, that blew my mind today too. Like, I saw a day Rick Carlisle. Had, he has, I don't think he's won the playoff series since they won the finals, bro. Oh, that was in 2010. Like, that's really too, what I, wasn't it? Yeah. I yeah, think it was more recent. 2011 season. Yeah. I know. Time's been flying, dog. That was the 2010, 2011 season. And mm-hmm. I'm like, has he not won a playoff series since then? So, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, okay. But yeah. So, I want to analyze Portland for my bigger a macro thing. I said this in, in a group chat recently. The worst thing that happened to the Trailblazers was making conference finals a few years ago. That was the worst thing. Mm-hmm. Because it made them think they were actually close when they really weren't. 
mm-hmm. same thing happened to the Hawks when the Hawks made the conference finals. Mm-hmm. You're not, they're not, you're not as close as you think. If you get swept in the conference finals, you are not that close. Yeah. You got there well, by circumstance. You know well, same man? thing that happened with the Heat last year, making it exactly, to the exactly. finals. Yeah, the finals. You're not as close as you think you are. And the Heat played very well that series, but you got in like, this may have been a matchup thing. We don't get these matchups every year. If, we, if we're not good enough in spite of any matchup, we might have a problem. I think that was the big issue for them. They didn't think they needed to change anything major because they made a conference finals. And now here they are. Dame finally seems to be actually very frustrated at this point. And Dame's like who, like Dame's, you know, he's he's really like that that loyalty. I really do feel like he believes in that. I'm, I'm not knocking him for it. Like, I just think at this point, he's just like, God, we've been banging our head against the wall for how long and we cannot break through for anything like we just cannot get through and i think he's in that place which i thought he was going to get to anyway like i think i said years ago say it sounds this all this i want to stay here sounds good until you keep failing repeatedly while you're doing everything you can to succeed you know what i mean i think dane finally got to that place but yeah apparently now he's just after oh yeah let's, i guess we talk about the, the real we talk about this because dane came out and said i want jason kidd which I was like, I didn't know he said that. Oh, you didn't? No. Yeah, yeah. He was like, Jason Kidd is who I want. And well, what's like, up with these players? And like, hey. uh, look, that's another thing too. Only letting <laughs> players pick these coaches, bro. Between Kevin Durant and them saying, "Hey, we want, we came here part of, be, partly because it was Kenny Atkinson," and as soon as they got the chance, they kicked Kenny out the door and said, "Hey, let's bring in Steve." You know why? Because Steve is going to tell us what to do. The Lions then- <laughs> out of pocket. They were like, "Yeah, we like Nets culture." They blew Nets culture up in three months. They blew the whole culture up. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So I love it, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When they when he said that, when I he was like, "Jason Kidd is who I want." I'm like, "So you using your voice for Jason Kidd?" Yeah. What a waste. Um, what a waste. <laughs> that's what I'm saying, bro. Even the Blazers. Yeah. Saying, so bro. that makes way more sense than as to why the Trailblazers had to kick him to the curb yeah. and just tell the media. Yeah, yeah my conspiracy uh, theory. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Um, I heard a different conspiracy theory on the athletic sh- uh, NBA show today. What's up? But one of the guys posed that they think Dame suggested Jason Kidd because he knew the Portland wouldn't hire him, and that way he could have an excuse to say he wanted out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I so, like that All right, Dame, too. yeah, we'll, we'll include you in on this uh, coaching hire decision. Oh, okay, yeah, let's bring in Jason Kidd. All right, maybe we shouldn't include this guy. <laughs> Honestly, dog, that's how I feel, bro. I'm like, oh, I was like, oh, man, Dame's probably about to exert his power. Yeah. Jason Kidd, I'm like, you know what? I get why they don't want y'all talking about snakes sometimes. Some a, of y'all don't need the power. This is a total LeBron, Shabazz, Napier type move right here. <laughs> Yo, nah, that was sabotage from LeBron. LeBron made yeah. him draft Shabazz and left. Yeah. My favorite part about that story is how Pat texted him on draft night, like, Shabazz, who you want? And LeBron never texted him back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he left. <laughs> what an a-hole move. <laughs> it really was. <laughs> that whole, they really did Pat Riley dirty, bro. And Pat Riley still said he's going to leave like a brass key under the mat for LeBron James. He, made he really cucked him. He cucked his ass. He made Pat fly to Vegas. And didn't listen I to a single fact, word Pat had to say. <laughs> I, right, right. I love the fact that Dwayne Wade still says he didn't know what LeBron was going to do while he was out there out there playing, just shooting around in Las Vegas. Yeah, I love that Dwayne still rides with his he man. Say, hey, man, I'm not uh, in this. I'm not in this. And that's why he's part of the Utah Jazz. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, man. This day, so what do you think about the Dave situation overall? Like, do you think he leaves? Do you think you actually do think he's gonna leave? <laughs> okay, so 
Yeah, he can. There's yeah, there, I don't know, man, because um, I'm afraid like there's only very few destinations that can actually land him because they actually, you know, can come up with a good trade piece or trade pieces for him in return to where Portland's going to get the value um, they should out of yeah. a trade with yeah. Damian Lillard. Uh, I really don't see how you fix it, though, if he does stay. I mean, I can see him staying, but They're it's not working. Stuck, man. What do you do? It's kind of it's They're just like Boston, stuck, man. Bro. And you're going to have I, – I think – and I'm not saying it, even though I really do believe it. Um, I, but it's too early. So that's why I'm not throwing out the take that maybe Tatum and Brown should be separated. But I think definitely McCollum and uh, Lillard should be separated. Yeah, it's time. It's time, man. Yeah. It's time, man. And I've been a, um, I'm a CJ. Like, I like CJ. I like, his, I think his podcast up and he does some really dope stuff. But them, I think I said, I said it before that you, your backcourt being two undersized guards is not a recipe for success in the NBA in a wing dominated NBA. Yes. You know what I mean? Like they just don't have the the, the proper pieces around him. And I don't know how, they, like I said, I don't know how they're going to get him. I don't know what CJ's value is now. I don't know either. And I think is you it make just me, man? Or has his like shooting completely disappeared the last few years in the playoffs? He seemed very, now he, he seemed pretty, he's gotten pretty bad. And I think he got hurt bad. He got hurt bad early this year. He's got DeRozan. Well, he did carry. Don't forget, he did carry them in that at the in that game seven against Denver a few years ago. When how a couple many years, years ago, ago was when, that? When Dame, <laughs> a few. Whenever a Dame killed. Whenever Dame game. sent. Whenever Dame ended OKC as a team, it was that year. That was what two years ago. No, I can't remember. Yeah, two. I think three. two years ago. Yeah, because when Dame ended OKC uh, and got everybody gone, Russ Russ left. He didn't stay, and then PG didn't stay. That's when mm-hmm. I think CJ carried in that game seven against. Um, Denver and got them through. So he's had moments, but also like it's just not working, man. Mm-hmm. That that thing is it's not it. Like the best wing they've gotten is Carmelo Anthony, bro. Like <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. what are we doing? Um okay, so I had things pulled up. Now wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute, Levi. Oh no, I'm sorry. They have a lot of they have a good big expiring contracts, but their bulk is still there. Like Dave's locked up, CJ's locked up, Nurkic is locked up, and Nurkic's even talking about he might not even know if he wants he doesn't know if he wants to come back either, by the way. Mm. Nurkic was saying Nurkic that. wants like, too much. They asked him, I think they asked him, like, you want to come back if things he's like, if things change. Uh, <laughs> basically. Like, oh wow. Um and Nurkic, man, I ain't gonna lie, Nurkic did his thing in this Denver series. He did what he could with Jokic. It's just Jokic is too good for him. Mm-hmm. So Jokic could be in foul trouble. I think when he was off the court, uh, that's when that's when Denver's numbers went ridiculous. Yeah, like when Nurkic was out. Because I mean, you got you throwing out he, cancer, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nurkic improved like, a lot. He he did. Um, he yeah. definitely has. Yeah, but it's like, but yeah, he's locked up. Um, they got some. But that's a good trade players, piece. It is. It is. But yeah, their their team pay their payroll. I think it's got to be pretty high. And I like you said, I don't know what the, I don't know what their moves are, bro. I don't know what their what kind of okay. moves they can make. Like you said, like you said, I don't know CJ's value. Yeah, exactly. First, let me ask. I think you this. a team who that you... could use CJ. I honestly think Dallas could use CJ, but who you want from Dallas for CJ McCollum? Tim Hardaway. And does Jr. Dallas want CJ? Yeah, yeah. Tim Hardaway Jr. Probably... is more clutch than CJ's been. He has. Been, he was very good this playoff run, but also CJ makes thirty million dollars. <laughs> they gonna have thirty mil for CJ, you know? Well, you I don't, think, I don't think. Well, Tim Hardaway Jr. You can't yeah. trade him either. He's not coming. I mean, he's and it's free he's a free agency, agency right? Yeah, oh, yeah. 
I mean, what would oh, you yeah, a KP yeah. for um, a KP for a CJ trade? Like, is that the best, the best option? Actually, I like that. But I don't hate that. But Dallas is not getting rid of KP, bro. Uh, they're not I, getting I, rid I, of KP for CJ uh, McCollum. No, then I don't think they're doing it for me. And I, I think you need KP more than you need CJ. <gasps> I got it. No, never mind. Y'all don't need CJ. I almost said John Collins to Portland in a sign and trade. No, I'll I'll trade DeAndre Hunter. You can have Would DeAndre you really? Hunter. Yeah. Really? Because, okay, um, I, I love DeAndre Hunter, but DeAndre Hunter, like Hunter has been hurt so many times uh, these first two years. True. He's missed so That's many true. games that I'm okay to break away with him. I like him a lot, and he's I got think, a lot of potential, but yeah. he's, he's an injury risk. Yeah. I think if Hunter is healthy, he's the number two to trade. And then you have a very, very dangerous offense. Oh, I think Collins is definitely the number two. I'm, I think Collins is gone this year, to be honest. Um. I don't think they're gonna pay him, man. I really yeah, you're don't. Right. I mean, after we, what, what's the <laughs> point in paying him? We'll always, we'll already have a ring and get what we need out of him. So God. why bring him back? <laughs> that's not even where I thought you were going with that. But it's, <laughs> you should have known. That's where I'm going with it. Lord, but yeah, man. I don't. Oh, that's what I was. I was trying to pull up Portland's hoop site page, see what their salary number is. I know it's not great. I don't think. Can I ask you? Let me ask you this: Who, who do you think is more important? If you're the GM, Port- who are you getting rid of, or who who would you rather keep, Nurkic or McCollum? I'd honestly rather keep Nurkic. That's what I'm thinking too. Is it cheaper? Nurkic's making 12 million next year, so you got one more year of him before you gotta pay him anyway. Um, Portland has the sixth highest payroll in the league next season, dog. Oh my god! Six highest pair for first round exit. That is well, not. That is not pretty. They're the Atlanta Falcons of the NBA. They are, bro. Because I mean, are. we did the same thing too. Um, yeah, we peaked way too early. Committed. Yeah, yeah exactly. And you didn't. Yeah, it's yeah. it's bad for them. Yeah. But yeah, Portland. I don't know what happens. Um, I'm I'm just interested to see how it plays out. I think Dame is being quiet now that Jason Kidd dropped out. I think he's kind of just letting things play out before he says anything else. Mm-hmm. So, and my gut tells me he's probably going to stay at least another year. I think he's going to be pissed. I think they're going to try and do something. They're going to convince him. I think he comes back another, gives it another run before he decides that you know what I don't think this is working out. Yeah. Now, how do you think the fan reaction to Dame leaving would be? I don't. Not think- Portland fans, because obviously they'll be. I mean, I think I think Portland fans would be upset, but I think they might. I don't know. Portland might understand actually. Yes, I, I think. I think every, they know. Dude, they know every, top down is a problem. Damian yeah. Lillard has a free pass from literally everybody. I feel like from the major from the collective majority of both Portland fans and just general NBA fans, everybody is giving Dame the free pass. Everybody's actually already pushing him out. They're saying, "Hey, Dame, get out now, man. Get out now." They've been pushing him out. They have been on it. So, how much yes. blame do you think Dame holds for this? Wait, what? How much blame do you think Dame holds for this? I feel like you have some you have some blame Dame in you that you want to get out. What for them not getting to Yeah, yeah, I want to hear. It. Yeah, how much how much blame Dame? Oh, you I have? don't have any blame That's Dame. Oh, okay. The way you said that, the way you said the free pass thing made me think it was some toxicity. Oh, no, no, no. I'm I'm okay. No, I, I agree. Wanna see, yeah. I, I no. just want to see if I can fish it out. I just want to see if I can guess it. Because ooh, this this some toxic there's some toxicity here. Some Dame. Like, yeah, you got you literally went my... to the edge of your seat. Yeah, like, let me let me cast my rod out and see we see we can find in here. Maybe we can fish out. But yeah, yeah, I, I kind of agree. I think there's gonna be a lot of people like, oh. Oh, he talked all that loyalty stuff. I think it'll be like those, but I think they'll probably be in the vocal minority film. Mm-hmm. I believe just because, yeah, I think you said, like you said, we've seen Dame literally give it his all 
every time and it just hasn't been enough a lot of times man so yeah i i, I think i think it's another year before he wants out though but i think some big changes are coming this offseason it's yeah, gonna we'll be see. weird it's gonna be awkward for him to deal with because damon cj young people know this damon cj are really really tight like they're really tight yeah. so i think losing him is gonna be i think that's part of the reason they've been scared to make a move yeah and also like they want to upset damon at this point man he upset already you might as well just <laughs> you know what i'm saying you might as well see what you can do and figure it out take some swings exactly but yeah yeah that's what i'm at with that well uh so i guess we can close that topic out yeah, sorry. I just got distracted. I'm watching this oh, Bama softball game and something big happened. No, I missed it. Shout out to uh, um, Odyssey Alexander. By the yeah. Way. Shout out, shout out to Odyssey way. Alexander. Oh, yeah, I did too. I didn't watch any of the softball term for this and I turned the TV on. It was on. And like, it was literally in the middle of their, of James Madison's collapse. And first of all, I was like, yeah. oh, James Madison is good at softball. I didn't know that. And I found out they weren't ranked and had made a run. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> but then I like saw her, like, I saw her face as the runs kept going in and she was like so distraught. And I was like, oh, man. Yeah. So, and I saw her numbers and I'm like, yo, she was cooking. Yeah. She's running out of steam. So yeah, I felt, shout out to her, man. Dude, uh, tough day because uh, I think a lot of people would agree. Um, she's definitely the second, I think she's like the second best in college softball right now out of the pitchers. Uh, First best is Montana Fouts, who plays for Alabama. But this delay really screwed us up because Odyssey let up the most runs I think she's ever let up in a single game. And Montana got taken out in the first inning for the first time ever in her career. And don't roll your eyes at me. I'm not being a Bama homer. Go look it up. (laughs) Montana Fouts is like the best college pitcher. She's probably better than Jenny Finch, honestly, like with her sets. I didn't know you saw this. Yeah. No, I did see that. I and mean, I wasn't paying you any mind, bro, because I already knew it was coming. I already knew it was you don't even know anything look, about college look, softball, but I wasn't even gonna I wasn't gonna argue it. I was gonna I was gonna <laughs> roll speed boys up. I wasn't even gonna argue it. I'm like, I don't even know anything about this. I'm gonna assume this is being a homer again. I'm just yes. Yeah, look it up, man. I'm <laughs> yeah. not being a homer. <laughs> yeah. I did see I kept looking up from dinner and every time I looked up Florida State had a new person in, in scoring. I was like, what is happening yeah. right now? Why are people yeah. getting smoked today? So they were supposed to play yesterday, right? Is that what happened? Yeah. Because I saw postponed on the watch at the schedule. They were supposed to play yesterday and it okay. Yeah. So uh okay. and apparently that really screws you up. Uh so like yeah. Odyssey, I think too. No, they ended up playing yesterday. I don't know if she pitched, but apparently that's a big thing. If like you're in the middle of a tournament yeah. and you get two days rest, that's not good. It's uh, a problem. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So all right. But yeah, it's good to her. But yeah, um, man. Um, what were we going to next? I forgot. I'm sorry. Um. Well. Yeah. Oh, do you just want more talk? playoff talk? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, let's let's just throw it. You want to just go ahead and like throw out our predictions for what we got. Uh, Suns Nuggets tonight. Yeah, Suns Nuggets tonight. Who is you got? There, um, Not the off, game, but say, the series. Oh yeah. First off, I want to say that um, I saw on our NBA specifically because I don't know if you know about this about our NBA, but when LeBron, when a player loses who is divisive, all the anti people come out and strong when they lose. <laughs> um, <laughs> NBA is so petty. Uh, there was some LeBron highlights of LeBron doing that LeBron thing where he don't really be trying. And I just want to say. <laughs> that I respect mailing in at work when you know it's for nothing. I respect a good mail in. LeBron <laughs> mailed it in like before the playoffs even started. I think he Look, mailed it in before the season no, started. <laughs> I think he was legitimately. I think <laughs> I do think he was hurt for a good. Like, I think I think part of his bad play was he was injured, and then I think once he saw that them dudes was not ha- did not have anything at all. Once he had to beg KCP to shoot in his yeah. face, and I think he was like. And AD was always like, you know what, bro? We down what 20, 20, 
Devin Booker is six for six in the first quarter. You know what, dog? Mm-hmm. We good. Kyle Kuzma just drove to the basket and fell down. I'm good, bro. Let's just yeah. let's go home, dog. <laughs> yeah. Um. So I just want to say, I know all of you, most of you, I'm sure, in our NBA work regular jobs. If you are telling me when it's your job, you haven't been in a toxic environment where you just felt like mailing it in, I don't believe you. LeBron's in environment. They, nothing, nothing good was gonna come in his hard work. I, mean, I was like, you know what? Let's just get this thing over with. Yeah. Let's get, let me get these eight hours done, man. <laughs> when look, LeBron, when he goes out though, like it's kind of like Kyrie. LeBron gives good ammunition though for these things to bring out his haters because look, oh, he does. You, you know, look, yeah, you know, I made fun of the show to comment off six minutes. Yeah, I made fun of the show to comment. He was like, these shoulders this big for a reason. So when they lost in this game, that show weren't big enough. Yeah, I made fun of that because yeah. it was funny. Yeah, it was, it was hilarious. Well, I think that and to him the whole because uh, everybody was talking about him walking off the court or oh, yeah. you know six minutes into it. Which I mean, I think yeah, that's not a good move. Like I, I think you should stay out there. I get it. I might have would have done the same thing too. Got, but you're yeah, supposed to be better it, than that. It only got saved because he he did talk. They got the picture of him and Devin Booker in the locker room after. Where he like him uh, and Devin Booker did the whole Jersey thing. So I'm like, okay, that's mm-hmm. a little better because it is a bad look. It doesn't look good. Yeah. Doesn't look good. But LeBron's always been that. Like, LeBron's always been that. And that's the one thing I've always thought. Like, LeBron, when LeBron knows it's over, he is done with all of you. He don't want to yeah. be around y'all. He is sick of y'all. He is. Yeah. <laughs> I it think is. LeBron, I feel like LeBron's that dude that he's going, he's like the example of, uh, he like lives out the phrase. Uh, I feel like when he was super young, somebody told him, "I can bring a you can bring a horse to water, but you can't force it to drink." I think he lives. Somebody told him that super young. He lives it every day. He's like the horse. The horse ain't drinking. I'm going home. They not drinking. <laughs> and he's out. I feel like, like he lives by that I in the most extreme gonna, way. I thought you were going to throw throw out the phrase "it's my way or the highway." <laughs> I thought he may, oh, yeah, may have too. heard somebody say that when he was young. He was like, "That's it. I like that. that. It's my way or the highway." <laughs> That too, yeah. I think it's about both of those. <laughs> I do want to say that shop, the shop episode was pretty funny. I don't um, watch it. Is that with Jay Z? Pretty funny. Yeah, it was. It was pretty funny. There's this clip that went on the internet that I think had a show. He was like, "I play with two juniors, and I play with I play against their dads too. If I make it to a third, bro, I don't know what I'm gonna do." <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was a pretty good episode. He talked about how he wants to hear the name Orlando again, and how he's never taken a. Uh, his daughter to Orlando. <laughs> he's never taken her to Orlando. Never gone to Disney go World. Yeah, yeah. Wow. And they're like, "What if you get traded there?" He's like, "I'm retiring, dog. I'm not doing it. I'm oh, never yeah, going yeah. back there. <laughs> I'm done." I would definitely but, retire yeah. if I got traded to the Magic. Too. Oh yeah, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Um, you know, how I feel about Orlando right now. Anyway, shout out to my personal life. <laughs> the whole shout place, whole shout place out. is toxic. <laughs> oh, shout out to my toxic shout out to my personal life. <laughs> um, so Nuggets yeah, so Suns, who you got? Nuggets Suns, dog. <laughs> I really, really, really don't want to pick against the Joker, Nikola Jokic. Mm-hmm. I don't want to, but I have to because I just don't think they have enough in this series. I really don't. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what they're doing with Devin Booker. I, I look forward to the one Campazzo and Chris Paul competition for who can throw the dirtiest shot. That'll be mm-hmm. really fun for a game because Lord knows when I'm going to try it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just don't think they have enough, bro. So I was listening to the Ring NBA show and Chris Vernon said, so I went to Chris Vernon said he went to look at the box score of their two meetings this year, see try and get a good uh hold of what they're gonna do. They played twice in one week, right? Mm-hmm. Both games went to overtime. He said the only starter left from Denver is Jokic. Everyone else saying that was not fair. <laughs> like they just don't have enough. I don't think they have enough, man. I think I 
think Saints is more a more complete team. I think Saints are going to take this in five or six. <laughs> yeah, I do. I've been thinking about this all day because uh, yeah. I was actually planning on making a, a little pick video, but I didn't do yeah. that because I couldn't decide. <laughs> and who? Wait, who the Suns just be? La didn't I make Lakers, was yeah. um didn't I make that the argument as to why the Suns were going to beat them because even though the Lakers may have them on the front court. The backcourt is too, it's way, yeah. way too better. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. I think I'm definitely, I think I'm going to have to ride with that too. Um, I'm going to be interested. Is Aiton going to be guarding Jokic? I believe so. And yeah, Aiton in these playoffs have been ridiculous, by the way. Yeah. Well, he's been he's really been, good all year. He but has. Yeah. These he has. playoffs, he's, he has been ridiculous. Right. Cause they couldn't stop him at all. LA couldn't stop him at all. And, um, the thing with Jokic is that's a tricky, that's a tricky, a tricky ass man. And you're risking foul trouble with him if you got him on, if you got him guarding Jokic. But I don't know like where you put him, yeah. honestly. So I think he's probably gonna have to be on Jokic, which is gonna be really tough for them. Mm-hmm. I think might come up with something to try and limit how how exposed he is in terms of foul trouble and everything. But yeah, it's gonna be a it's gonna be a tall task for him. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I just at some point I think Jokic is just not gonna be enough, man. Mike Porter Jr. is like almost ready, but he's not ready, ready yet. See, he's this huge X factor. Um, he is. Because if he shows up for all these games and plays ridiculous, then and yeah, he, they definitely have a great chance. Yeah. Uh, and I think, I mean, how's his defense? That's a good. Uh, it's been better. He's improved at it. Guard. It's not great, but he's improved. Yeah. yeah. That's somebody who's got the build who can guard Devin Booker. Yeah, that's true. Um, I think Aaron Gordon's going to be important defensively, especially like. His wingspan, can he limit? Can he like limit what Chris Paul can do, especially if he's a little hobbled? Yeah. Like they have some they have some ways of it, but I think the path of victory for them is so difficult. Whereas Phoenix is just like, look, dog, Devin, Devin seems ready. Like, Devin closed the Lakers out. He's yeah. like, uh, in the first quarter, like, nah, y'all, we not doing none of this no more. Y'all are out of here. Mm-hmm. Y'all going, y'all going home today. Y'all staying home, I guess, basically. Y'all staying home today. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's it's a tricky series, but I think Phoenix just has a little too much for him. Just a little too much. So you have the Phoenix Suns in? I'm taking the six. I'm going to take Phoenix and six. Phoenix and six? Yeah. Okay. Here's my little monologue. Man, I'm mad, bro, because Denver, I really <laughs> would have Denver in the finals, bro. If Denver was healthy, I think they would be a finals team right now. Oh, yeah. If, if Denver had this Jamal West, Murray, and, bro, I would say if Denver didn't even have Jamal Murray, but had Will Barton, I would give Denver the win. Yeah. Yeah, because Barton, Barton can he can I think he can do enough to hold Booker a little bit, right? He can make make Booker work. Yeah, because you're not gonna stop a great play offensive player, but you got to make him work. Yes, Doc Rivers. Yeah. Anyway, so here's yeah, <laughs> uh, here's here's my monologue along with the Will Barton uh, Jamal Mur- Murray factor. I see the Nuggets having a good chance of winning this series, and I would pick them. Um, you got I think. Another X factor along the ones that we just made, named uh, mm-hmm. with Aaron Gordon. Um, crap. Who was uh, Michael, Michael Jr. Michael, Porter. Yeah. So yeah, Michael <laughs> Jr. Porter. <laughs> we got Aaron Gordon, Michael Porter Jr. And my X factor who I named uh, for the first round. And I think he ended up being an X factor, especially in the last two games of the series. Jermichael Green. I think uh, mm-hmm. he's another guy. He's just very versatile. Even he, even though he plays the four, he can play down the three or two, and especially guarding guys. Um, he's very long, six foot nine, very athletic. He can move around. Um, so 
those are like reasons why I would pick them along with Jokic. He can go out, out and get you 40 easily, easily. Yeah. And that's if he decides yeah. to score some points in all four quarters. Uh, if he feels like it that day. Yeah, exactly. I want to feed the block. He might want to feed the block one. <laughs> the only reason right here why I'm picking the Phoenix Suns to beat the Denver Nuggets, because just like Pam felt God in that Chili's, <laughs> Devin Booker felt Kobe in that arena beating the LA Lakers. So Kobe, Kobe is there. Kobe will be there in Phoenix and in Denver, and he will help carry Devin Booker, Chris Paul, and uh, the the Phoenix Suns all the way. Devin well, all the way Chris past Paul this round. Boys. We'll see. We'll see about the next round. Devin Booker, Chris Paul, and then boys. Yes. There you go. Yes. Yeah. Um, what's our other series? Oh, Clippers. The Clippers survived. They got through yes. round one. Levi. Yeah. I, I think we're going to the finals. <laughs> I think we're going to the finals. Oh, what was that? I, I think I think Clippers going to the finals. Oh. I, I do. <laughs> um, Utah. I like Utah a lot. Utah's offense is explosive. Their defense is nice. But, bruh. Now I thought what you said has been in my head, Levi. You said this the is the revenge year. Mm-hmm. A few years ago, a man in Australia by the name of Joe Ingles embarrassed mm. a young man named Paul George mm. badly in Oklahoma City. If this is the revenge year, Paul George is going to get his revenge on Joe Ingles this playoffs. Um, and my thing is Utah. I like that. I like that Memphis tested them a little bit. They had to work with a couple games in that series to get Memphis out of there. Mm-hmm. But dog, they couldn't stop John Morant from getting to the pack. Um, and that's a point guard. I saw. I thought they were kind of built to limit a point guard. They got to deal with Kawhi and Paul George trying to go to the paint all day now, with a team that's pretty versatile defensively, with a team that can go small and run Rudy off the court. Because if Rudy got to go guard somebody, then we all know what that is for the for the for the Jazz. If Rudy's got to get out there. Mm-hmm. I think they can do a little, they can do a good amount. I think it's a tough match, but I think they can do a lot to limit them. Like Dallas, I think Utah could have got Dallas out of here because they both like to shoot threes, but Utah's actually good at it. Mm-hmm. You know, consistently good at it. So I think Utah would have got them out of there. Um, this series is a little more tricky because it's two really big wings. And I don't know if they're built to stop two wings like Kawhi and Paul George. I really don't. Mm-hmm. And we saw Salu make adjustments this series, right? Like Salu saw things where he's like, I will, I will bench whoever I need to bench right now. I don't yeah. care. <laughs> you will go on the bench if you're not contributing, right? So I think I trust them to make the adjustments. I think Utah is a really good team. This is just a difficult draw for them. I think the Clippers can get through it. So I'm taking. I don't think it's gonna be easy. I might have Clippers in a really tough six, but I think the Clippers get it. I do. As much as I want to pick the Utah Jazz, I want to pick them so bad. Um, yeah. The I Clippers too, got bro. yeah, I but the too. Clippers got hot <laughs> at the right time, and yes. this is the year of the revenge. Nobody expected this from them. Here they are, Reggie Jackson in the glasses is a baller. Uh, he's the X what factor. <laughs> Reggie Jackson in the glasses, bro. Bet Reggie Jackson in the glasses uh, in the flat right. jackets. So uh, yeah, I'm going with the Clippers because you're right. Their wing play is too. It's too good. It's yeah. too good. 
Yeah, it's yeah. Um, oh, and I did think you, mentally them getting through that that series, having a tough series like that, and getting through it, I think that's gonna unlock them a little bit. Yeah, like the yeah, way getting through game so one, the way getting through game one unlocked the Bucks in that series. I think it's gonna unlock. I think it's really gonna unlock uh, the Clippers, and they're gonna be able to just like, all right, cool, we here, we know what we doing. Yeah. So, when was the last yeah. time ja- the Jazz played? To I feel like it's been a good minute. Oh, it's been a minute. Yeah, it's been a good minute because they they won their series in five and. Clippers went seven, so it's probably been at least a week, six days, maybe. Yeah, a week, mm-hmm. maybe. Yeah, that's not gonna be good. That's not gonna nah. be good. Bro, teams that take that week off always get smoked that first game. Yeah, they get ran out the gym. So, LA's about to steal <laughs> one for sure at home. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's just yeah. not looking good. But shout out to the Jazz, though, for right, right. Thing. Great season. This is and it seemed like a knock on them as a team. It's just like I think it's just a really tough matchup. That's the way that's the yeah. league right now. The league is really a matchup thing right now, though. Mm-hmm. Like, but, the season is cool. But the matchups are really what's making it. I can see it. I can see it going. I'm going to say Clippers in seven, though, because okay. uh, I really do. I just like, to me, it's the same thing with Atlanta. So much offensive firepower where you can just throw this mm-hmm. dude in or this dude in. And either one of yeah. them, like out of all the six, seven guys, they, they can put up 30 if they wanted to. Um, right. So, yeah, Clippers in seven. Yeah, yeah, I, I like it. We're, like, we're both, jeez, we are aligned. Um, we're aligned. Are we going to be 100% right, or is somebody going to embarrass us, make us look crazy? Oh, well, here's the last one that we're not going to be aligned on. Oh. We still got to yes. talk about. So go ahead and make your excuses. Um, my Atlanta Hawks feature Philadelphia Sixers, 76 Look, the Hawks played the game of their lives. Philly was a little rusty. Embiid out there. Um, I was worried. I was extremely worried about Embiid playing on this meniscus tear because, I mean, we've seen all these players in the past, like, come out. We I mean, we just saw AD have to go out after five minutes of action. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like, it felt it felt rushed. But then my dad said, hey, did you know I've had a small meniscus tear for five years while I'm still refereeing basketball and football? It's like, hmm, didn't know that. Okay, I'm less concerned now. I mean, you're not a seven-foot NBA player, but, you know, you're moving around still. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm, I'm a little less concerned. So, you know, and he looked fine. And B looked, he looked pretty okay out there. Yeah. He didn't look like he was messed up or anything. Um, I think more than anything, I think one, Philly didn't really understand the matchup that well, it seemed. Mm-hmm. Because um, I think they believed in Danny Green more than uh, they should have. Because mm-hmm. Lord have mercy. Trey cooked him from the jump. Mm-hmm. I was testing Q from our NBA show the other day, right? Because he watched the game late at night. I was like, yesterday, I was like, I don't want to see Danny Green on NBA court again. And um, and he was like, he he said, I'm just turning the game on now because he like watched the replay of it. He's got lead pass, mm-hmm. bro. It was two minutes later, like, oh my god, Trey's already cooking him. Like, bro, this is what I'm telling you. Like, it's bad. It is so bad. But yeah, um, I think Philly's defense. I think I, I do like some things Doc said after like the first way. Like, look, I'm not worried about our offense. We're getting points. The problem is, I don't. We're not this bad defensively. We're a much better defensive team than this. Than this. Mm-hmm. We got nine turns in the first quarter. We don't play defense as bad. Um. I think they came out a little like I think they underestimated. I think they thought the Hawks were just like I think they thought the Hawks would like work a little bit, right? I mm. really do. I got that vibe. I think the Hawks came out there like still hot from the last year, like, bro, we are here, we got something to prove. Um, and they did what they should do, did what they're supposed to do mm-hmm. until they all of a sudden didn't know how to break a press at the end of the game. Mm-hmm. And without getting five second calls. Who get five second calls in the NBA? They give yeah. you like eight. Mm-hmm. You get like eight seconds. How you get <laughs> um however all that being said, Levi, Hawks look great. I think the Hawks are a bit of a tricky matchup. Mm-hmm. However, Sixers and five. <laughs> Sixers and five. 
five of them things. I Got do expect it. them to split, but I don't think the Sixers are going to win two in a row. Five. Uh, in Atlanta. Five. Yeah. Yeah, so I got Atlanta in six. Um, yeah, it was just I everything you said is correct. I think you're right, but at the same day, at the same time, I'm going with the take of too much firepower. And one of the huge differences too was the bench points. Um, Atlanta just raked Philadelphia when it came to bench points. And I mean, that's pretty much how we're winning all these games. Um, and this is why I've been getting giving Atlanta the edge and saying why they're better than everyone thinks they are. That's another thing I want to ever see again. That that all bench lineup doctor out there, don't do that no more. Don't, yeah. don't do that. Don't do that again. What was that? Yeah. What was that bench lineup, man? Tyrese Maxey looked good, but Tyrese Maxey got two and he did okay. He had mm-hmm. him like, I'm actually out here doing good. Let me just shoot the ball 33 times. Yeah. It's like he needed a little more Terrence Mann in him. Yeah. A man, Terrence Mann, who jumped in the air and then decided he didn't want to shoot no more. Terrence Mann's definitely going to be the X factor for filling in this series. Terrence Mann plays for the Clippers. You meant Tyrese Maxey? Oh, yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> I, I didn't mean, I didn't mean Yeah. 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 Um, I think the change Philly can make it pretty simple. I think they figured something out defensively towards the end of that game. It's like, okay, we got to be like a mad physical team with them. Like, yeah, that's the only do. option we have. Yeah. We got to be very physical. And I think they realized, um, Thibault's going to have to get a lot more minutes. You're going to sacrifice a little bit of offense on that end and trust maybe he can hit a few threes, but I think Thibault's got to get Because, like I said, you're not going to completely stop Young, but Thibault made Trey Young work mm-hmm. a little bit, right? Like, he made it a little difficult on him. And you just got to put him out there. Thibault, Ben, and Embiid on the court is a nice – that's a nice trio. Seth Curry can make – I think Seth Curry is going to have better shooting performances than he had last night. He was pretty solid towards the end of the game. I think he'll be better. Um, I don't expect the Hawks to shoot that well again in the series. Mm-hmm. Now, I also said that about the Mavericks a couple times and Mavericks shot better, but that was more about the Clippers defensively just not knowing what to do. Mm-hmm. I think Philly's a better defensive team than that, so I think they can get through this. I do. I, I think yeah. Philly's going to be okay in five. It's also felt like the thing where the, the hot team just kind of kept it going, like the little kind of underdog teams kind of kept their momentum going mm-hmm. for a game. I, that's why I got six and five. I just feel like, all right, Philly's, Philly's going to get their mind right and get them out yeah. of here. I, I just think um... – I just love how, and I was cursing us um, at the beginning of the year. Yeah, I get it. Uh, but I just year, love how we, I love how we put this roster together, and I love how we're just sprinkled with everything. Like you got just enough young players, and you got you got just enough youth and just enough uh, veteran experience. And I think Atlanta. I just love the attitudes on all these guys and the chips on their shoulders. And nobody expects oh, this. Nobody it's a lot did. Of energy. Yeah. yeah, it's it's a lot of them in Memphis have a lot of the same kind of energy. But they're way better than it's Memphis. Just, yeah, because yeah, they had a better roster than Memphis right now. Yeah, yeah. And so I texted you this. Um, he was sort of he. I mean, he played a little bit of a factor, but since I do, we both anticipate Philadelphia playing a lot more aggressive style of defense. Uh, and I, yeah, I really yeah. see, like, expect a lot of half-court traps. Um, or yeah, half-court throw, I think they're going to throw a bunch of different things. I think yeah. they're such a versatile team. You throw a lot of different defensive looks at them. I yeah. pray they don't go zone. So, I don't believe in zone. So I'm glad Dallas went home. They're long enough to play zone, I believe. But, uh, they, and are. To, they are. Yeah, and if you want to keep Atlanta uh, true and just make them shoot all threes, I mean, it's a good it's a good route to go. But yeah. because, of their, because they're so long and because um, – they're going to play that press defense. I think Lou Williams is going to be the X factor because he's one guy who can for sure break up um, that defense 
yeah. along with Trey Young. So having those two in at the same time, I think get a little interesting. The only downfall is that Lou Williams is one of the biggest liabilities right now in the NBA when it comes to defense. I mean, my guy that way for so long. My guy retired from defense, yeah, <laughs> ten years ago. <laughs> <laughs> my favorite Lou Will thing was like when so Trey Young is your team don't pass it. Like, of course, Lou Will said that. What else would you say? It's Lou Will. Like <laughs> Lou Will sees a pass. Like why would you do? Why did I do? Why'd you do that, bro? Yeah. Yeah, the will sees if you had throw pass, the will don't like. If you get throw a fancy pass, it'd be a highlight. He, he's cool with it. Yeah, you got throwing regular chest passes. Like, why'd you, you do that for? That's gross. Lemon pepper loot, bro. We don't we don't have Lemon anything plain. A true plain here. Now, um, I do want to say I think making the conference finals would be the worst possible thing for Atlanta, bro. <laughs> I think they're gonna do the, they're gonna do the thing. Yeah, yeah, we're we're talk about settle, today. and then we'll yeah. keep Jonathan Collins <laughs> paying way too much <laughs> money. Yeah, we're yeah, kind of in that close. spot. Yeah, it's a weird position. I, so I think Atlanta is actually a little. I'm too really s- doing you a favor. Yeah, I think. I mean, I think Travis Slink is yeah. way too smart to actually pay John Collins Slink's that money. Slink's not a job, bro. Slink's not a job. Yeah, and yes, um, I do. Let's not forget Trey Young won a playoff series for Luka Doncic. That's crazy. That's ain't crazy, it, ain't it? And also, I do. I would like to say this, not to compare the two. I mean, it kind of is, but can you imagine what kind of roster Slink would have built around Luka? The way he built this roster around Trey. Yeah. I mean, I feel like if you would have uh you can substitute the right right now. And I think that roster is fine for Luca. I think Luca could work with that roster. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I yeah. agree. I fully agree. Um, and it looked like the first year, well, the first couple of years, it did have Dallas did have a better roster. Like the first couple of years of Luca. Like yeah. Dallas was ran better than me. But now it's just kind of flipped on its head with the move with the aggressive moves that actually did work out better than they looked. Yeah. And you still got Chris Dunn coming next year, allegedly, possibly. He He's allegedly uh, yeah. hawk. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> allegedly. I don't think he'll be there next year. And apparently he's not a uh, one year, right? He's not a one year. Was it one so. year with the option or something like yeah. that? Yeah. Chris Dunn did play uh against the 76ers in one of those games this year. I saw it on the stat sheet. Did he? When I was looking. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. I'm a Chris It was Dunn when Chris- but, I'm sorry. Um You good. That game that he played, though, uh, both like, dude, all three of the games we played against Philly, we didn't have our full rosters. And one of those games, we Trey Young was out, Bogey was out, Kevin Herter was out, I mean, uh, yeah, Hunter was out. So yeah. Atlanta didn't have their full roster like ever. Yeah, for so long. Like that full roster, <laughs> that roster was just yeah. like they kept taking turns getting thing. injured. Yeah, yeah, man. So, but yeah, um, yeah, do we have another series? Is that it. No, that's it, man. I'm about to have to okay. get off in a minute. Oh, yeah, we good. I'm going to stay with my pick for now, but honestly, um, I know I said Bucks in six, but honestly, I feel like Nets in three <laughs> at this point. Just made the Bucks quit. Not even show up for game yeah, four. Yeah, Nets in, yeah, Nets in three, dog. Yeah. yeah. Nets in, in three, uh, Bucks six. in six. All right. Yeah. Well, y'all got our picks on the record. Got them on wax. Stay tuned. They're, I'm trying to line up an NBA show Wednesday. I'm trying to, but... Yeah. You have to understand when you do a per- show with four people, it gets very complicated. Everyone's on the same schedule. Mm-hmm. We are not a network. So <laughs> we have the obligations. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> appreciate y'all for listening. <laughs> Hope you enjoyed this. Levi, as usual. This was a great show, by the way. It was, yeah. This yeah. this was like one of our best. I ain't gonna lie. It was. And we gotta yeah. thank the content too, because uh and everybody out there that this is pretty good content so or topics to talk for about. For sure. Yeah. For sure. Dame, Dame, say something else this week. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, appreciate y'all. Thank you for listening. Levi and Titus, we are out. Peace. Appreciate you, bro. Yes, sir.
Absolutely. You want to, um, you want me to get better time?